0: What's up, folks? Welcome to another edition of Matt's Sport House. I am your host, Matthew Anderson. This is the post-college football playoff semifinal episode. So we're just basically gonna break down what happened yesterday's and in yesterday's games. Start off with LSU Oklahoma, which was at four o'clock Eastern Time on ESPN. I was extremely disappointed in Oklahoma. They had all the time to prepare and simply were not ready for LSU. They, didn't even, they even had the motivation factor because of Queen's comments, the linebacker Queen comments for LSU. But aside for a minor comeback at the end and a big play to CeeDee Lamb that was kind of a throw-it-up-and-go-get-it pass from Jalen Hurts, they just weren't ready for the Tigers. The Sooners just were not ready in this one. LSU had 49 points at the half, and it was almost as if they were just doing 7-on-7 seven seven against the scout team. The Oklahoma secondary struggled tremendously against the LSU passing attack, giving up 439 yards passing to Joe Burrow. Burrow was on target pretty much the whole game, putting the ball where he needed to be, and extended the play sometimes until the absolute last second and getting the ball off to a rec- uh, to a receiver coming back to the ball. You can tell that him and his receivers spent a lot of time together this summer uh, developing chemistry because a lot of times they kind of just look at each other they know what to do. They never really think the play is over. LSU didn't even need Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who had uh, messed up his hamstring in bowl practice because their backup running back, Chris Curry, was able to get 16 carries for 89 yards, averaging a little bit over 5 yards per carry. Randy Moss' son and LSU tight end, Thaddeus Moss, had four catches for 99 yards and a touchdown, making it, I'm sure, making his dad, Randy Moss, very proud. Randy Moss was in the building in the stands. Justin Jefferson, the second best wideout on this LSU receiving corps, had 14 catches for 227 yards and four touchdowns. As Mark May would say in Lou Holtz, he deserves a helmet sticker. I don't know if y'all remember back when they used to do college football fine on Sunday mornings before you head to church. I used to always hear them say it, but that guy had himself a heck of a day. Uh, the Blender Cough Award winner, Jamar Chase, had two receptions for 61 yards. I'm going to have to go back and watch the film. I don't know if they were doubling him trying to take him out the game or what happened, but, I mean, I guess with two catches for 61 yards, he was averaging 30.5 yards per catch, so still a good day for him. The LSU defense played with the swagger of that old LSU of the old LSU defenses. They were very intense getting to the ball. They had bogs on the back end, and they got to Jalen Hurts early, and often he never really got comfortable, it seems like, to maybe the fourth quarter when it was obviously out of reach, and I'm sure there were some backups in the game. It was almost as if the Oklahoma secondary couldn't stop the LSU receivers if their life depended on it, and the Oklahoma receivers couldn't find their way around the LSU defensive scheme, even if these same defenders would have told them the coverage they were going to be in. It just was like there was no hope there. It was almost as like a, uh, well, I guess you could say like a SEC versus Big 12 type of competition, what you would expect from that. This was probably a, dis- well, I'm pretty sure. it's a disappointing last game of the college career of Jalen Hurts. However, overall, I was looking at him, very successful. He never missed a college football playoff in all his years in college. Most guys just dream of making it one time. And the fact to do that at two schools, that's amazing. Doesn't always work out like that. I mean, you could look right there at an uh, old guy from Clemson, Kelly Bryant. That did not always happen. He goes to Clemson, gets to the playoff, goes to Missouri. Although they had a bowl band, regardless, they would never have made it to the playoff this year anyway. The final score in this game was 63-28 with the Tigers getting the big win. Now they will head home and play the national championship game in Louisiana at the New Orleans Saints uh, Stadium, also known as Mercedes-Benz. Sure, they'll be super excited for that. I'm sure a lot of alumni will be back for that game, will be on the sidelines. And I'm pretty sure that that stadium will be pretty much all yellowed. Not all yellow, because Clemson fans will travel. We'll talk about that in a second. But yeah, there'll be a lot of LSU fans in the building. It's a very exciting time to be in the New Orleans, LSU, Baton Rouge area. I wonder if young boy Kevin Gates making an appearance. Moving on, uh, Clemson versus Ohio State was an all time uh, classic in Arizona. If you're an Ohio State fan, you wake up today disgusted with the final score of 29-23, not in your favor. Ohio State went up in this game 13-0. were feeling pretty great about themselves, I'm sure. They had all the momentum. The fans were on their side. It was just great. At that point in time, they just felt like, oh, who is this Clemson team? J.K. Dobbins was looking like Ezekiel Elliott back when Ezekiel helped them the Ohio State team win the national championship game. I want to say against Oregon. I think in the semifinal they beat uh Alabama. Yeah, that was when that, that Michael Thomas and all those guys were on that team. But anyway, uh J.K. Dobbins had the long runs, nobody could catch him. He's a compact guy, really fast. He was looking really good there, but then he got hurt. And then Trevor Lawrence started showing why he's solely why he is so highly regarded when it comes to college quarterbacks around the country. And he really showed a his running ability with the long runs after his 68 yard touchdown runs that was the most amped up I had seen him and I didn't even know he had that in him as far as the run to be able to cut like that and I don't know if he did either sometimes you get surprised with what you can do in the moment after that run Clemson started to feel like they had a really good chance again And then when Etienne had the 53-yard screen pass for a touchdown, the Tigers took the league, and now they took the full swing of momentum and had completely stolen it from the Buckeyes. Ohio State then scored again to take the lead with the final score of 23-21 with three minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Clemson drove down the field again after finishing with an 18-34-yard receiving touchdown. And it seemed like for the most part, Ohio State was trying to take the ET and run out of the game. So that's why Trevor had to keep the run. They had to run Trevor a lot more than they probably would have liked to, to keep their run pass balance intact. And the Tigers had to find different ways to get ET in the ball, which includes throwing to him more. That was one of the main things he worked on since coming to Clemson, becoming a better, uh, obviously pass protection, and being able to become a better receiver out the backfield. So running back out of the backfield, receiver out the backfield, however you want to say it. And it clearly showed in this game that, that that was a that was a very major portion of his game he needed to improve for such a game as this. Justin Fields then led the Buckeyes down the field with a couple passes to Dobbins. For the first down, but on the final play of of that final offensive drive for the Buckeyes, he threw a pass, and the receiver broke off the route because he thought Justin was about to scramble, but Justin let go of the ball thinking the receiver was breaking in, which is what I'm assuming he was supposed to do. It was an easy interception for Clemson safety Nolan Turner, and the game was over. The receiver for Ohio State did take all the blame for that, but it really doesn't matter at this point because regardless, Clemson will be going to play in another national championship, and that will remain undefeated. I think that's 29 games straight with wins, so that's that's big. Trevor Lawrence never lost. This is Ryan Day. To this point, was undefeated as head coach. He lost. Sad day for the Buckeyes. After watching this game, though, I came with a couple realizations. Uh, Justin Fields' knee was really bothering him because he usually runs much better than that than he did yesterday. And yesterday, for the mass majority, for the vast majority of the game, he was a pocket passer. This game did show, however, that he can spin it without relying on his athleticism, which is a lot of times like a dig on black quarterbacks. you like, oh well, he needs to run. Justin went 30 for 46 for 320 yards. So obviously, he likes to use his legs, but if he doesn't have them, he'll be fine. Uh, This interception probably would have been a touchdown if he ran the route where, where he was supposed to. So that's definitely devastating for the Buckeye faithful. You saw Urban Meyer on the sideline. Urban Meyer, I don't care what anybody says. Like, obviously, he is an analyst. Urban Meyer is a Buckeye. Like, it is clear as day. Like, you, like maybe he's, uh, who are some other guys? Herbstray does a pretty good job of staying neutral. David Pollock too. But, yeah, hurt. um, uh, that's my guy, Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer is clearly a Buckeye. You can even hear him saying "we" and stuff like that whenever he's on the broadcast. But Chase, Chase did not have any sacks on the night. I think he had an assisted sack, which was the play that Trevor's neck got kind of like twisted or whatever. And we thought Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, was going to be out for a little while. I was wondering if Chase Bryce was going to have to come in the game. it would have been very interesting to see where they if they were going to where they had been able to continue to pull it off. But Trevor Lawrence showed his toughness and got right back in the game. Both running backs played well. ETN ended up having three catches for 98 yards and two touchdowns to lead the Tigers in receiving. Meanwhile, J.K. Dobbins had 18 carries for 174 yards with the touchdown. He averaged 9.7 yards per carry. And the thing is, he had 174 yards I think he has 2,000 yards uh, as a career, something like that. He broke some record at uh, Ohio State. It might be 2,000. I don't know. I'll have to check into that. But he spent a lot of time like in the tent or back in the locker room. I don't know, getting x-rays, getting shots. I don't know what happened in that locker room. But, yes, for him to have 174 yards, that's a great day for him. My co-host Tyler from the lead block keep, kept saying that, that uh, J.K. Dobbins shouldn't have been at the Heisman ceremony. After watching yesterday, yesterday's game, I have to agree with him. Dude playing his heart out just wasn't enough. Some Ohio State fans were upset with their safety and being kicked out the game for targeting on Trevor Lawrence on that big hit. I get what they're saying because Trevor did drop his head. I think it's kind of like a natural reaction. But according to the rules, he, if he hits him in this helmet, he's like kicked out the game. So you got to go with what the rule book says. Got to go with what's written and uh, in print. Also, the questionable incomplete pass to Justin Ross When they did the slow instant replay, it did look like a catch and a fumble with an immediate recovery because that's usually like the next part. Did he immediately recover? He did. And Ohio State took it back to the end zone. But upon review, they called it an incompletion. So that's what it was. Regardless of all this, the truth of the matter is Clemson won and will go face LSU in the national championship. Personally, I would have probably rather seen Ohio State play LSU because I feel like uh, the Ohio State defense matches up a little bit better with the LSU offense. But like I said before, that really doesn't matter at this point. I think LSU will open as the favorite, but Clemson has this mojo about them. They just figure it out and they find a way to win. So I'm sure they're going to come up with something and it'll, it'll be closer than what a lot of people probably will expect off off just, I guess, off the rip. I'm sure for, for lack of better use of words. I'm sure Venables is already working on its game plan to stop Joe and the guys, Chase, Jefferson. Hilaire should be 100% back then, not 100% pretty close to it. So they'll see, you'll probably see a little bit more of a balanced national championship between the run and the pass. I'll drop the preview for that game on January 11th, which is two days out from the playoffs. I mean, for the national championship. Therefore, you have kind of analyzed from there, agree with with me, disagree with me, however, whatever you want to do with that. Uh, So, yeah, be on the lookout for that one. In other news, the NFL real quickly, Antonio Brown completely killed it at the Saints workout this past week. I forgot what day that was. I I said it was either Thursday or Friday, but I'm not sure because they usually do NFL workouts for guys on Tuesdays. But anyway, he killed it. The Saints wanted to sign up. He didn't drop any passes, I guess as you would expect from an all-pro receiver. Uh They want to sign him, but they have to make sure that the NFL rules him eligible because, obviously, if he's not cleared, you sign him, you'll be paying him to do nothing. Can you imagine a team lining up and telling their second-best corner to guard either Antonio Brown or Michael Thomas? They would have an unfair advantage, and I think that's exactly what they would need to beat San Francisco because I don't know who's on the other side of Richard Sherman, but that'd be a tough day for them. Uh I don't think Jared Cook is on that team as well. I'm not 100% sure on that. But, yeah, so that is it for this college football playoff semifinal. I'm not calling it a post game, so I guess we just call it the evaluation. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, hit me up on the Twitter account, MattSporthouse. Thanks for listening, and I, was, and I will post the next one on January 11th. So, see you guys then.